everybody. Welcome to Video Deathloop, the podcast where we watch a short video clip on loop until we just cannot take it anymore. Uh, I'm your host for this week, Aaron Littleton. With me is your co-host for this week, John Hurst. I prefer co-conspirator, but co- you know. Co-conspirator. I'm the host. You're the co-conspirator. I mean, I'll take co-pilot. <laughs> co-pilot. You know. I mean, like, co-host is, you know, kind of passe these days. Is it? Um, I mean, you know, like, just co-host. Like, oh, he's just the co-host. He's the co-host. Oh. He's the Andy Richter. Oh. Wait, is Andy Richter the co-host? I think Andy Richter Conan? controls the universe, my friend. Okay, now, he was <laughs> he was the host of that show. <laughs> he was the host of that show. But It went very well for him. But on the actual Conan show, was he, is he the co-host or is he, like, the sidekick? Uh, I, th- I prefer the term puppet master. Really. Puppet master. <laughs> yeah. You think behind the scenes, Andy Richter has he controls. He controlled Conan. He controls the horizontal and the vertical. So the 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 new Conan show, the Tonight Show with Conan, they're all just segments of Andy Richter controls. Yeah, the universe. they're just really like he's ha- he's had some time in between, like when he left. Uh, was it NBC? I forgot now. Yes. Yeah, when he left NBC to go to TBS. TBS. I know TV. I know what TV is. Yeah. Um, and he had some very time. Funny. He made very realistic puppets, and everything's and just Conan, a puppet. And Conan's dead. Conan and has Conan has been died. dead for years. <laughs> that explains Triumph. The, the, the uh, well, whatever. Like Triumph, what? the insult dog. Yeah, I don't know. I think maybe he started with not, that. It's not exact, but now he does other things. Yeah, I don't know. He worked on puppets. Anyway, this is not a show about talking about Conan O'Brien and puppets. But uh, no, I mean, I guess it is because we are, but that's not what we're trying to do. <laughs> we're trying to watch a video clip on loop until we are just driven mad by it. And uh, this week was my choice of video clip. And so, John, you have no idea what this is. I right? have absolutely no idea. Oh, man. Uh, You're in for a treat. Uh, I have picked one. Gosh, we might as well just start it. And, John, are you ready? are you ready to get caught up in it? I I'm scared now because I have a I had you gave me a hint. I did give you a hint. And um, yeah, let's do it. Let's do All it. Right, let's, let's make it happen. Hit play over there. All right. In three, two, one, go. Crossfire. <laughs> yes, it's the Crossfire oh, commercial. Man. Yep, I think uh, I researched this. This is the Crossfire commercial that started in 1990 Man. and uh, was ran, I'm pretty sure, for about nine years because I remember this <laughs> It was on Nickelodeon for a very long time. Haunting me through a good chunk every of my time childhood. Every time I watched Hey Dude, this commercial was on somehow. Like every single time. It kills that. Oh, <laughs> look how cool those kids are. No, they, They're wearing leather jackets. They're they just were. like, they're flying on pieces of the Crossfire board into the middle of a big, gigantic Crossfire Arena into playing Crossfire. There's a there's a crowd. This is esports. I know, this was predicting esports quite a bit. There is a crowd of people that are there uh, rooting for Crossfire, I guess, and they they're very excited. They're super excited. It's like a, it's like a weird episode of Sliders. 
So just to, like, if you haven't seen this commercial, it's two kids. They're about 8 to 10 years old. They They're wear- flying in on crossfire pieces, flying in out of Weather, a, Wearing leather jackets. Wearing leather jackets. Like they're like, Mad Max style, basically. Cool 80s post-apocalyptic pants. And there's a thunderstorm, which they seem to be flying through. I don't think it's above them. I think it's happening no, I, I all think, around I them. think that's the battle of final judgment. This is what determines our fate, basically. <laughs> and, and, like, he, he beats the kid and shows the, the game that you obviously want to buy. And this commercial sold the shit out of me. Like, I, I would not, when you were eight and you saw this commercial. I'm going to be honest, John, and I think I may have told you this before. The Crossfire commercial dissuaded me from buying Crossfire. Really? Yes. I saw this commercial, knew in my heart of hearts that I was not as cool as either of these kids, <laughs> and was actually too intimidated to ever ask for Crossfire. Well, I, 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 I did get Crossfire once. I don't know where my copy went, but... I got it, and I can determine that you were absolutely correct. I was not as cool as either of these kids. In fact, most of the time, I didn't have anyone else, anyone else to play with on that. So to make it lonely, I just like play crossfire against myself. How does the how does the ball how is it projected? The crossfire board is like a hexagon, and there are these two plastic guns yeah, that are on just, either side that shoot these little metal BBs that you yeah. load. How are they? How are they powered? Like, are, do you have to cock the gun, or do you wind them up, or, like, what's the deal here? It just had, like, a little trigger mechanism. Like, you, you pulled the trigger, and it, like, it did, like, you move something back and just pushed it, basically. Just pushed the, the metal ball. So the trigger is probably, man, we're getting into, like, low-level physics yeah, we're, here we're, that we're I like, have no business So, it, I mean, like, the board's just a flat piece, piece of plastic, and you shoot, like, you, you shoot it up, and you have, like, the, um... Like it just, they're just metal beads. They just roll across like on a flat surface. So yeah. they hit that and they move it slightly, and you have to do a lot of it to uh, have to hit them a lot to move them one way or the other with right. the metal. Uh, and you're trying to knock them off the opponent's. I guess you knock your piece off the opponent's side, and also try and defend against your opponent right. shooting his piece. But the thing is, the pieces are apparently differently yes, and, shaped. And let me tell you something. Triangle is bullshit. Yeah, I was about to say, like, I, I can almost guarantee this has not been game balanced. No, in there any was way. no game balance at all. They thought, like, Ninja Star versus Triangle. Yeah, of course. It's like, can we do two Ninja Stars, different colors? No. No, it's got to be Ninja Star Triangle. Triangle. So you, triangle is what you gave your friend that came over to play Crossfire. No, Triangle, like, I think, like, if, yeah, you, you, you wanted to get the Triangle piece because it's oh, harder to it. hit. Oh, the but flats. it's harder to hit for you, too. Yeah, well, I mean, like, you're not trying to hit your piece. You're trying to hit your opponent's piece. So, like, if... Uh, but you could defend... Oh, okay, wait. You I can defend. You can defend your piece. Like, you can push right. it back. I mean, like, it makes it a little bit harder, but it just... Uh, like, it just... The, 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 the asterisk, the star, will just get caught in pieces and somehow push it a little further. Like... Not it'll get seem like stuck there for a little bit longer Weird. with the metal bead. I, I'm I'm way into Crossfire metagame right now. So <laughs> someone out there has got a video let's play of Crossfire. A, you know it. They're, they're on their GeoCity side. They have strategies for the web ring. Um, I, I love how at the end of this commercial, when the little curly haired kid that wins beats like the little other kid. The other kid, like, spins in a loop very quickly and, and then flies off, presumably die. to die. Like, yeah. there's no way that kid is still alive. If you want to turn this up, just turn it up in the actual video player. Okay, yeah, because I want to hear one specific thing in here. Yeah, that's Crossfire! Think about, like, like this is basically, it's like, hi, hello, John. We have, we have come here to sell a product specifically to you. <laughs> Because of the, the like, metal-sounding song? No, leave it up. We need to hear oh, yes. this. It's Crossfire! 
<laughs> yeah, it's it's a real hair metal sounding song. Yeah, just like you like you imagine like like. Like the older version of these two kids, like in their, in like in their, like their primped up hairstyled hair, like with bandanas that look like Zubas, like walking and like going, crossfire. They're still Burn playing crossfire. What are their names? Their their names are Cross and Fire. Oh wow. Okay, so these kids are both loved Crossfire, compete in it as the commercial says, sometime in the future. Yes. And, in the dark future of Crossfire, which apparently falls fire, first of all. And then in the mundane, actual future of 2016, they're just a crappy hair metal cover band that only covers the 30-second Crossfire commercial Basically, theme. Gotcha. They, they try to go into other other TV game, game board themes, like uh, Hungry Hungry Hippos, the, the Trouble theme, like Headache. You know, Mil- anything Milton Bradley, basically. But wait, so in this world, did these two kids also write the theme song when they admitted Crossfire as these super cool teen or preteens, they, or no- did they hire some other hair band would be of the day to sing the theme song for them? Um, that's a good question. I think I'm going to say that they wrote the, the lyrics and built it together, but they were ten year olds. They're like, I mean, they could, okay. they could like, sing that high, but you know, puberty has a hit. They don't have the ambition yet. Gotcha. So, so even th- they wrote the song, but then hired another musician, presumably White Snake. I'm assuming it's White Snake. Uh, most time, it's White Snake. It, most time, it's White Snake. It's White I mean, Snake. Most of the time, when you go to the county fair, it's White Snake. It is White most Snake. Most time, the time you go to your local Seven Eleven, it's White Snake. It's White Snake. You know, <laughs> right. they're everywhere. So they, White Snake, they somehow hire White Snake to produce this Crossfire commercial, which makes them tons of money. But one hundred percent of the money goes, goes into back, <laughs> goes back into paying off crippling all the expenses. Yes, the crippling expenses, crippling from, Crossfire debts. <laughs> right, because they, they actually have a lake of lava that they fly in on. Man, the lava has fire that's shooting out of it. They hired from the look of it. 500 to 1,000 extras that hang out in the background of this commercial, screaming. Every single one of those extras also got their own Crossfire leather jacket to wear. Man, I want a Crossfire leather jacket. Oh, man. You like, know with, the... with like, like, like streaming fire and lightning on the back of it, it says Crossfire and a cool backpatch. It's what it is. It's what it says. I mean, it's the, the cross... I'm not being ironic. Or like, I honestly want this. Cross and fire <laughs> break even on this commercial. <laughs> shoot. And now you can actually pick up lots of officially licensed Crossfire leather jackets they sell on eBay to try and keep their business. Business afloat because they made poor business decisions as preteens, not realizing that a hovering hellscape in clouds <laughs> is the most effective way to shoot this commercial. I like how they they uh, they make you try to like they showed how cool the game is because you're loading metal things into a gigantic gun. Oh yeah, no, no like, one's made like, BBs loading loading BBs. Cool, look cooler than these kids right like, here. Like, could, could we do plastic things like Hungry Hungry Hippo? No. 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 Pete, if you can't choke and die, <laughs> this is not for you. This game was dangerous. Like, like even out, like, you could not keep all the pieces together in this. Like, it would, like, somehow oh. fly up all everywhere. And, like, you would find little crossfire bees throughout your house. I regardless. am certain that is true because I cannot imagine. I mean, this was 1980s. Packaging, which means it's the thinnest thing that could legally be called cardboard. Uh, you you shake it up those. a little bit, everything flies yeah, everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Oh man, all those beads. Yes, there's no way you weren't losing those. Yeah, they constantly. It was just it was a battle for life and death between you and the board, basically. 
Also, I look at I look at these the little pieces that they shoot, and they just look like choking hazards. No, they There's are nothing about this. They game are entirely looks- choking hazards. They're actually just like big enough to ch- like. Not that I've ever tried. <laughs> But like I like you look at that. It's like yeah, I could choke on that. I could die. <laughs> I could from do that. it. I could try. Because I and it's not just choking is not just for kids. Let's face it. Because no. I've known people, and this is an honest story that while I've been playing with D and D with them, they have literally swallowed their dice on per <laughs> like not accidentally, I, not I, like going in for some Cheetos and accidentally grabbed their dice and swallowed. Looks them. like a D four. Like, like, oh, that looks good. Gulp and ate their dice. Now maybe I just played. What did what did he roll? Like, God, did, he, did, he, did he come back with, like, I, hey, guys, I rolled a six. What what happens then? It's like, how did you get the uh, – like, oh, you know what? You never know mind. What? Never mind. You, you know die. How. You die. You know how he got the number result. Oh, and, and we won't go into this because this is a fucking family program. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. I apologize for, for the adult, fucking family for adult, program. For adults. <laughs> I apologize for adults everywhere adult after own, that choking adult story. Only, adult only family programming. <laughs> Why do, that should that should be a thing, honestly. Adult like, only family like, programming. Like just you know, like you get you instill like good family values, but they just say like fuck a lot. <laughs> exactly. It's it's like I learned, it's like I learned a, a fucking lesson today. <laughs> what the uh, fuck did you learn? I learned to always tell the goddamn truth. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> In a hug. <laughs> yeah, like there's like you know there's no there's no apprehension or like anything to be like 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 throwing against the two. It just like just uh it just there's you know you know, you have to air it after 10 p.m. Yeah, exactly. And there's people, every every adult, presumably at one point or another in their life, has been a part of some kind of family. Even if it's the family of viewers of TBS. Yeah. Where you can watch Conan O'Brien's terrible meat puppet created by Andy Richter. And learn a valuable lesson. Yeah, you learn a valuable Don't lesson. Don't be friends with Andy Richter. Yeah, so, yes, because he will kill you. Reanimate. Wait, he killed them? Oh, I just made. Okay, fine. Andy Richter killed Conan O'Brien. <laughs> this is getting back to Crossfire, oh, I yeah. swear. Okay. Um, Andy Richter killed Conan O'Brien <laughs> with the game of Crossfire. Oh, man. Did they did they meet in the Crossfire Arena and have the ancient, like, like Crossfire Challenge? This is what happened because Andy Richter and Conan O'Brien. They knew that The Tonight Show was about to be canceled. Their only hope of renewing it somewhere else as The Conan Show or potentially The Andy Richter Show. Oh, there was a battle battle for for hosting capabilities. Well, it was that. Whoever won was was going to be – whoever lost was going to be the host. See, because whoever lost – also had to be sacrificed to Dark Lords. The Dark Lords of Crossfire. Of Crossfire, yeah, it's Cross and Fire. There's two children who are now adults. It sounds so like Cross and Fire sounds like the worst Hollow Notes cover band. Yes, just <laughs> Cross and Fire, and it's written in like a real scripty language. It's like your mom listens to it. That yeah. So the uh, so Andy Richter and Conan O'Brien. Call up their buddies, Cross and Fire, not the not the cover band, Cross and Fire, yeah. but the actual band, the actual two kids who are now adults living in 2016. Says we need access to the Crossfire Arena, and because no. they actually built it and it's mm-hmm. real, and they knew that it would appease the dark sky gods. It's it's not been used for many years. Like no, the Crossfire like there was a bad like admit like early, like 1997. There was a bad incident. <laughs> they got really into Spawn for a while. 
And when the god of Renaline disbond, they decided to tra- sacrifice more things to the crossfire old gods. Yeah, which and worked surprisingly. It worked <laughs> way too well. Like they had, they had to shut it down. Like uh, they had to stop it. They had to stop it with a vicious game of crossfire. And they was like, let's never talk about crossfire <laughs> ever again. But Conan O'Brien and Andy Richter call up going, Crossfire, you know what we did for you. We're calling in a favor. It's time to cr- dust off the old Crossfire arena and they for just, one more game. They're like Both of them are married now. They, 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 they look forlornly at their pictures of their family. and they <laughs> Knowing they may never see they them may, again. <laughs> no. And they go like, uh, uh, he, Cross opens up the, the closet and he looks at the old jacket. The jacket that doesn't fit him anymore. Nope. Because Not it's for a child. It's for a child. But he puts it on anyway, and it does. Somehow. Somehow. There's a little bit of the old magic left. There's a little bit of that old crossfire magic. <laughs> um, and and the, he, he sneaks off and goes to the crossfire arena. <laughs> Which is buried in a secret bunker in Montana. Montana. Where all good secrets lie. Right. And, and he goes to, he finds the door, it's closed... Who is this? Is this cross or fire that we're talking about? I um, forget. We're going to go, like, curly hair kids cross, the other curly kids fire. Kid is cross. Mm-hmm. All right, so it's cross that's there. Fire hasn't arrived yet. And the door is locked, just as they've left it all those years ago. The door, like, lock is rusted. A sign saying, do not enter with the crossfire. The, the cryptic <laughs> crossfire triangle and ninja star. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yeah. You have to trace the ninja star and the cross onto a secret panel. Yeah. And the door slides open with, like, cobwebs and dust coming down as it opens up to reveal the dank entryway into the burial chamber of the Crossfire Arena. Does does Conan and Andy Richter meet them there? Yes. They haven't lifted off yet. Conan and Andy Richter know that whoever loses this game of Crossfire will become the host of their new television show, but will also have to be sacrificed and brought back as a terrible meat puppet. <laughs> this is also part of the like the, the 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 TBS execs actually know this is part of the clause, and they just like, oh, it's it's a funny joke. It's a funny joke. <laughs> oh, this no. is great. This is gonna be web content. That's yeah. what this will be. Yeah, they like they're, they're all into it. They think ratings and everything. No, it's for life. Everyone wants to see you. So, uh, Everyone, let's face it, everyone. If TBS sent out a Twitter that said, watch one member of one of your favorite comedy shows be sacrificed to the dark crossfire gods tonight live on on our streaming service, by God, if you wouldn't be there, you'd be watching the pre-roll, you'd be... You'd be ready to see what this thing happened. TBS, we know comedy. <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> so when you, they, they, they dust off the arena, it's still like, it's exactly it's how they dra- left it. It's draped in those like big cloths that people always put over things. Oh, the ones that, where and, they pull it off and yes, like immediately comes off in one in one, yeah, pool. one big pool that protects it from dust for some oh, reason. Oh, yeah, it makes it pristine I don't know perfect. What it, I don't know what those do. I've never stored anything <laughs> in an still a couple, There's still a couple of like crossfire, like... Like crowd members who are like skeletons now, yes, is stuck in the pose of being excited, right? Because they saw a crossfire piece and tried to swallow it and just died there. <laughs> yeah. Like try to try to become one with the crossfire gods through the the metal beads <laughs> that spilled out because those beads did spill out of that 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 crossfire. Like I there was, was no way it was like it was like a terrible game of pool. Basically, I'm I'm sure that you're right. 
So, of course, they, they load up, they dust off the old arena, and they look, and the power supply is low. They've got to recharge it with the power that lets it fly through lightning clouds, oh. which is, of course, plutonium. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. Um, but, but they owe Andy and Conan a really big favor for what happened back in 98, So, which we don't know. Mm-hmm. So they're going to have to go out and source some plutonium. In Montana. In Montana. Not an easy place to find plutonium. No, I mean, you could, you, you, like, surely in uh, Utah, it's in every corner store. But, oh, yeah. <laughs> but, in the year 2016, I'm sure plutonium's in every corner store. But not in Montana. No. Definitely. But, it's like asterisk, not in Montana. It's a little... No. So, of course, they have to take a road trip down to Utah. To pick up plutonium. Yeah, you know, go go into those uh, where where they bury all the nuclear waste. Yeah, ye olde corner stores of yeah. nuclear waste disposal. Yeah, yeah, they got those. Yeah, I've never been do. to Utah. You haven't. You don't know. No, you I don't, don't know. know better. So I don't know. People of Utah, sorry, this is what's your life is now. <laughs> so, Gross and Fire take a trip down to Utah, where they discuss the happenings of 1998. Of course, a year after they had to pack up their... What did they pack up in 97? I've already forgotten. What happened in 97? The, they, no, we don't know yet. We haven't talked oh, about it. Oh, we don't like, know. Have, oh, they, okay. like, they're about Something to, went wrong. So, like, they, 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 got, they, got, they got really into... Like, you know, it was a dark... 19, late 1990s were a dark era of media technology. Right. Like, you know, Spawn came out. Oh, yeah, like, Spawn. Yeah. Something happened with Spawn. Yeah. They invested in image comics. Todd McFarlane came out. Just, uh... <laughs> That's right. Yeah, this is what happened. They, they, he promised an action figure deal with them. No, that's right. What happened? Smash cut, nineteen ninety eight. Intrigued by the creators of Crossfire, Todd McFarlane shows up at their estate, the Crossfire Estate. <laughs> I, I, he's a, he's actually a longtime crowd goer. He survived several games at this point. Yeah, but now no, he wants he wants more. He swallowed the pieces and survived. Yeah, so he's he's part of the inner cabal of Crossfire. <laughs> yes, yes, he is. So they were, he arrives at the stately Crossfire estate, which is not in its best days in 1998. It. it but in a different way than the, how they found it in 2016. It's a, it's like there's no. This blood. is the estate. This is the estate. This is the Crossfire estate they made with their with their Crossfire eBay leather jacket sale money. Okay. <laughs> okay. The the other place is the resting ground, the burial chamber of the Crossfire Apocalyptic well, Arena. Oh, I mean that's fine because like both areas are covered in blood. So. Yeah. No, they they're <laughs> totally covered in blood. <laughs> Todd McFarlane shows up. Lets himself in and walks in to their brand new game of adult-sized crossfire that involves actual guns. (laughs) (laughs) And you run around on your side of the arena and there's giant jagged metal pieces and you shoot at them. And this is what, with your gun, and this is what cross and fire do all day long. 100% of the day. Like against each other, or just like yeah, they no, find like they do. random people in Montana. No, it's just cross <laughs> versus fire. They're the only ones that play it out of the twelve thousand four hundred games they've played is exactly tied at six thousand two hundred games apiece. Wow, a perfect fifty fifty win loss ratio against both cross and fire. So they uh, they have to have a tiebreaker. Yep, 
And they're having it right as Todd McFarlane comes in. Cross drops down on his knee and shoots, knocking the triangle piece that he's shooting that day directly at the door where it decapitates Todd McFarlane. Oh, no. They look down. <coughs> There's only, they have no idea what they're going to do. Everyone knew it was a very public visit that Todd McFarlane was paying to, to the reclusive Crossfire estate. And now he's dead on their watch. So this is where the Crossfire old gods come in. Right. And Who, no one has a more direct line to them in 1998 <coughs> than Conan O'Brien. Exactly. And Andy Richter. Former two-time champion of Crossfire, Conan O'Brien. Yes. So they do the one thing they know how to do is they call Andy and Conan who show up and agree to perform the resurrection ritual for the meat puppet resurrection. The meat puppet. Yes, like it turns him into a meat puppet. Yes, which is controlled by Andy Richter. He has to sacrifice part of his brain power at all times to let Todd (laughs) McFarlane function. If he ever stops concentrating ever again, Todd (laughs) McFarlane will crumple as a dead living sack of meat. Well, I mean, the, a dead living. The good thing is, I don't think anyone's actually seen Tom McFarlane for f- several years you, at this no, point. No, so, like, so they know it's going to be okay. Yeah, as long as he they can get him up and moving around, and he looks like the dude on his driver's license, they're kosher. Make a couple of visits to his family every yep. year. Yep, you know, yep, yep, yep. So, you know, talk about it. Like, yeah, I'm making some new action figures. Got you know, got some new things on the line. It's got new spawn content, and that's all you have to do. You don't have to do anything. So. <laughs> Exactly. Conan and Andy show up. They prepare and and perform the ritual. Todd McFarlane is resurrected as a zombie of himself, which is, again, why in 1998, Spawn took a noticeable dip in quality. Yeah, yeah. No, like, no one remembers Spawn after that point. Nope. The movie came out, he and was, that, was, that was Andy Richter's doing, basically. Yeah. <laughs> he thought, like, maybe if I make this movie, a maybe, movie. like, no one will, like, you know, notice. And It'll go to his kids. It'll go to his kids. They won't know, care so much about having a brain-dead zombie meat puppet for a dad <laughs> if they can get that sweet Hollywood Spawn money. <laughs> and they did, but, I mean, the movie was a flop. Yeah, it wasn't good, but, you know... Andy did what he could. Yeah, Andy, Andy Richter did his best for Spawn. <laughs> he tried. By God, he tried, but it just wasn't his wheelhouse. You know, he's a comedian. He's yeah. a comedian and a necromancer. That's yeah. not the same <laughs> as drawing... A necromedian. A necromedian, yes, exactly. It's on his business card, <laughs> necromedian. So, so, now, of course, though, that's why Cross and Fire, flashback to 2016... Oh, Andy and Conan, such a big favor that they are willing to pull the old Crossfire Arena out of storage and also <laughs> dig up plutonium to power it with. So they actually get the, the plutonium no problem at all. Like, they actually just, like, go to the, the corner the, store. The corner store, yeah. They did a two-for-one deal on plutonium. They, got, they picked up some extra plutonium they, for next time. They picked up some of that. They picked up some kick soda because it's apparently still only sold in Utah. Yeah, of course. And, uh... And they went on their merry way they, to, to the Crossfire Death Arena. <laughs> Back up to Montana. Yes. Andy and Conan are waiting for them. Not sure they're going to show, but of course, who could turn down Andy and Conan after they performed such a vital deed that kept them out of jail? Yeah. So they load up the Crossfire Arena with plutonium. They store some for the next time. It's invariably dusted off because, by God, they've killed a lot of people and employed a lot of necromancers <laughs> over the years. 
they actually have like a like a couple. As soon as they turn on the arena, some of the some of the skeletons animate themselves into like the excited crossfire, yep. like waving their arms like like they do, and the pieces fly from above. They know they're home again. <laughs> exactly, the dome begins to open up above them. It's pulling back slowly. Trees and bushes that have grown on the top of the dome since they covered it up after the fateful events of the late <laughs> 90s tumble down onto the arena. But it's, everything's not quite ready yet. There's one thing that's missing, of course, from the crossfire resurrection for the and to appease the old gods. What would that be? White Snake, of course. Oh, man, I can't. You can't have this without White Snake. And the problem is, White Snake is everywhere but the Crossfire Arena. Exactly. So they they actually put up a sign that says Crossfire Arena. Crossfire Arena State and Fair. Yes. <laughs> White Snake shows up immediately. Lover Boy not far behind. Not invited. Lover Boy is summarily dismissed. Get out of here, lover boy. <laughs> we don't. They tell Charlie Daniels' band, on the way out, don't even try. All they're looking for is White Snake. <laughs> of course, you know, White Snake found out immediately because, like you said, they are everywhere. They, they've I mean, become fourth dimensional beings. And they're going beings. like, well, here I go again on my own. Exactly. <laughs> Just fourth dimensional beings. They exist at all points in space. And- and time at all times. And this is important to know because White Snake was actually created by the Crossfire gods. That's right. Like it was an accident, actually. Like during the mid during the middle of I think it was game eight hundred and seventy six of the real life Crossfire. Right. Exactly. They, like uh, Cross decided that he needed to get an edge and actually snuck some of the the Crossfire metal bearings into the into the real gun arena. So, but unfortunately. Accidentally caused, you Hang know, on, a I'm slight summoning. To, I'm confused about the time period here, Sean. Okay. Back up. The, Cross, this White is 1997. Snake, White Snake, as we determined, sang the original Crossfire song. The original version <gasps> oh, of White Oh, shit, Snake. no, you're right, because White Snake, like we said, exists in all points in time and space. White. So even though they were created in our perception in 1998 during <laughs> the actual live Gun version of Crossfire played in the Crossfire <laughs> Arena or the Crossfire State. They exist in all space and time, so they actually performed the song back in or that's, late. You took the late, words out of my mouth. Yeah, I know that's where you're I'm, going for. Obviously. I know exactly. That was, and not only that, White Snake appears in all. Like any time that you've had a good event, White Snake is there. Anytime you've had a bad event, White Snake is there. That explains the the depth and range of their albums. Exactly. Yeah. So, they're aware they, of all things. And they travel via state fair. Like that's that's their time machine essentially. That's their fast travel point. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> White Snake could White Snake could go to any point, but they what they do is they warp to the closest state fair via yeah. fast travel and then walk the rest. During of the summer it's super easy. Yeah, they just not they don't do much during the winter, no, honestly. Like state time just time stops. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, White Snake arrives, of course. Yep. Uh, so we have animated skeletons wearing their crossfire jackets. Right. Uh, crossfire pieces jangling around in their skeleton. Oh, yeah, like guts the rib cages. Where they've got stuck and caused them to die to begin with. Makes this, like, like really creepy rattling sound throughout the, throughout the arena. Right. They, they look over in the distance. They see a thunderstorm gathering, and fire goes over. To flip on the engines for the flying crossfire arena. The harps accord, the organ starts playing. <laughs> <laughs> crossfire! Yep. 
That's how it starts up every time. It's like the Windows 95 startup yeah. noise, yeah. except it plays that crossfire <laughs> little jingle at the beginning with the organ. Oregon, not Oregon, the state. Oh, yeah, no, Oregon. Because we are in Oregon that is not involved. Nope, nope. Oregon, very, Oregon passed an ordinance that no crossfire games could they be were, played. They were among the first, and they saved many lives in the process. I'm sure they did. But the only people that we're worried about right now are Andy Richter and Conan as they enter the crossfire arena. Right. So they put on their, their official crossfire jackets and pants. Which leather jacket and those weird black pants with the red stripes they're wearing. Which begins the ceremony officially. Right, yes. Yeah. And they, they step onto their crossfire pads. Which one does Andy Richter pick? Andy Richter, which one's easier? Uh, I think, I, in my opinion, and everyone everyone in the in the crossfire fan forums is going to yell like, No, that's not right! But I think the ninja star, the, uh, the shuriken-shaped one is. Andy Richter... Takes the advantage and steps on the shuriken. Conan O'Brien stands on the triangle and they go flying off into the distance because, of course, you don't start on the crossfire arena. The crossfire arena's turbine engines spin up. Right. And it begins to shakily lift out of the ground, knocking off a decade or more of dust and rust. Yeah. Like bits of the ground are coming down with it, crossing the fire, put on their judgment glasses. <laughs> the glasses of judgment. That make them look... AKA safety glasses. Safety playing, glasses. But playing crossfire with. They're tinted, so they look still pretty cool. Yeah, yeah they look... They, there's a solid... But they're safe. Yeah, they're safe. They're safe. I mean, they have families. I mean, they yeah. know what crossfire can do. They so. do. They do. They've long ago since stopped playing gun-based crossfire. <laughs> Uh, after after that, it was like there was no fun, no joy to be found in Crossfire Gunplay. No, it only took the death of four or five unexpected visitors to the estate before they're like, you know what? Maybe this isn't the safest thing yeah. to be doing. Maybe we should pass some Crossfire Gun Control. <laughs> exactly. So the Crossfire Arena lifts up out of the ground. It's shaking a little bit. There's a skeleton or two falls off to the ground. Oh, yeah, yeah. It smashes. Yeah, a million pieces and all that. And they wait. Now, Conan did choose the weaker piece. However, he was two-time Crossfire champion. Right. So this is still a pretty even match. Yes. Like, and Andy Richter knows very well what is at stake here. Right. So they're, they're, the, the Crossfire Arena flies into the nearby thunderstorm and waits. All of a sudden, White Snake starts to play their interdimensional music. You get caught up in the crossfire. And that's when Conan O'Brien and Andy Richter come flying in on their human-sized crossfire pieces <laughs> and fly toward the regular-sized crossfire, crossfire board in the middle the of flames, the flying crossfire arena. flames burning around them, 100-degree, like 100-plus degree sweat is pouring from their veins. Right. And their they're wearing jackets. Already. They're wearing leather jackets. It's hot down all there. Like, it's, it's hot as shit. This is not a good idea, but it's for the crossfire gods. The, the, the ground starts rumbling. Now, as a kid who considers himself not cool enough to actually buy Crossfire, is it first point wins, or are there multiple points to winning Crossfire? Do I'm, you recall? I'm going to be honest. I don't think there's a set rule with that, but let's say three out of five. Three out of five. Because okay. that seems about right. Okay. Conan, inspired by being two-time Crossfire champion... Mm. And the fact that he doesn't want to be killed and resurrected, even if it means that he gets to be the host of the new show, takes the first point easily. Mm. White Snake rips off a pretty good 
guitar solo. Pretty good at lick. At that point, yeah. Pretty, pretty tasty lick. <laughs> pretty tasty lick, exactly. Oh, they're play- so, they're like they're just improvising. They're that good. They're that good time travelers that they can not only travel through time via state fair, but they can improvise a song at any given moment. Yeah, during exactly. Because they exist in all points of time and space, all songs they play are both brand new and incredibly familiar to them because they've played them for an infinite amount of time. At this well, point. what we're really saying is, White Snake is the greatest band. Yeah, exactly. How could you not be <laughs> being being omnipresent fourth dimensional beings? <laughs> That's why Snake Post obviously is. So, second point starts. It's a little bit back and forth, but Andy Richter takes this one. Okay, so it's Conan 1, Andy Richter 1. Right. Yes. One and one tied. One and one. At this point... Do, do, do each of them do the, yeah! Yes, yeah! No, after every point, it's required by the ceremony to look at the camera just like that kid, scowl, and make this, yeah! Yeah! Celebration and dance. And each time it does that... The rumblings increase. Right. Point three. The, the, the ceiling starts to crack a little bit. More and more skeletons are tumbling from the edges. <laughs> one has a cutlass. No one knows how it got it. Exactly. <laughs> so now it's, it's, we're going to three out of five. So we still, have, we still have some matches to go. Right. So point three goes to Andy. Two in a row thanks to row. the strength of the triangle piece. He's feeling good about himself. Yep. Feeling good. He's yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he yells, the thunder grows louder, the rumblings grow stronger. Cross and Fire have never seen this in their entire Crossfire lives. No, the, their, their very perilous position that they're standing on judging this from begins to sway. The rusty metal, it's like a, it's like a giant announcer stand in the middle of the yeah, yeah. way. It's swaying back and forth as the grumblings grow even louder. Andy Richter gets cocky, though. The fourth round goes to Conan. After a vicious back and forth between the two pieces, Conan finally gets his piece into Andy Richter's side. The ground shakes all around the announcer table. Real Montana lava spruits out from, <laughs> from the ground. Yes, the fake lava that they have in this has being replaced by actual lava. The crossfire gods are near. Like real volcanic activity never seen before in Montana is happening right now because of crossfire. The, cro- the Montana legislature knows exactly what's going on and rushes to pass crossfire laws before this can go even further. <laughs> They're aided by the Utah legislature <laughs> to get them the exact text of the law, but at this point it's too late. No, it, 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 it's too – this is the mere hours of night and it's too far away. Yep, exactly. So, piece five begins. Yeah! So it's two and two. Two and two. Anything could happen now. Last point wins. The fate of a single man becoming a meat puppet becomes... is is at this final match. Conan and Andy are aware that they are literally playing for their immortal soul at this point. And so the match rages. Time after time, pieces come close to the edge. And time after time, they're backed away again. Literally taunting the old gods. The crossfire arena rumbles and the edges of it fall off. Literally dozens of skeletons. Skeleton Skeleton, spectators tumble. They're all skeletons now. There's just lava everywhere. Lava the only skeletons. Only four the only people left alive in the arena are Conan and Andy and Cross and Fire. And White Snake. White Snake, of course. Questionable whether they are alive, dead, or immortal. 
being the four dimensional beings. They're unstuck beings, in time. They are, yes, they are unstuck in time. They exist and do not exist at all points simultaneously. But, the crossfire thong, thong. The crossfire thong. <laughs> that was a, sells out of the gift shop <laughs> immediately. <And> skeletons, <laughs> skeletons wearing crossfire thongs, <laughs> flood to the arena. Are they? Are they just? Like, there's no advertising, no social media presence for this. They're just coming by the urge of crossfire. Yeah, they feel crossfire happening. They're doing their best to get up into the sky. Cessna's full of skeletons wearing thongs are crashing into the crossfire arena. They come out missing parts of their bones, but by God, they're wearing their leather jacket and they're the screaming for and thongs. <laughs> and they're screaming. And just Andy Richter's got the upper hand. He's almost got his piece into Conan's goal. Meanwhile, Conan sees a weakness on Andy's side and goes to exploit it and then looks up and sees in his friend's eyes a look of desperation that he's never seen before. Just wanting that one time to control the universe. Exactly. The second time to control the universe. Conan takes a breath and releases his hand from the crossfire gun. Cross looks to Conan's like, Conan, you've turned off your targeting your targeting metal bead shooter. Are, are you okay? Fire sees what's going on, though. It puts his hand on Cross's shoulder. No, he's he's giving up. He's accepted his his cross fate. His cross fate. Cross, enraged at the lack of sportsmanship out of Conan, begins to climb down from the tower, but Fire says, No, let him do what he wants. No, Cross yells, it is an abomination to the gods. That's when the rumble, the lightning, the fire, the lava all come together in one gigantic eruption. And Crossthagen, the final... Crossthagen? Crossthagen, the final crossfire god, awakens from his deep, mortal Montana slumber. <laughs> he, he rises up out of the lava pool in the middle of the crossfire arena and commands Conan to play. It's like, you must crossfire. No, fire yells and grabs Cross and flings him off the edge of the crossfire arena. <laughs> no! Making the sacrifice for Conan and Andy so neither have to die. He's so inspired by Conan's friendship with Andy Richter that he makes the sacrifice. <laughs> Crossthacken is pleased. He is pleased. What a greater prize than he ever expected to receive. Crossthacken erupts into the sky. The thunder clears and the crossfire arena begins to tumble down where it smashes into the ground. White Snake saves the rest of them by transporting them to a nearby yeah. county fair. They immediately transport them to the county fair. <laughs> Luckily, White Snake was there. Andy, Conan, and Fire look at each other and know that the day will, will remain in infamy. But Fire knows he needs to go back and retrieve Cross's body to give it a proper burial at, at the Crossfire estate. Oh, yes, he, he has to go back. He takes a long and somber road trip up to Montana, just outside where they have Listening buried. to. To like, here I go again. Yeah, on my own, exactly. On my own. On loop. Just like on nothing. loop. He's got it. Like White Snake is with him always, and like echoes in his brain. White Snake says, "We're with you. We're with always. you always." He arrives at the wreckage and finds pieces of skeleton and, 
and thongs. burnt thongs and burnt landscape, and he goes digging around for Cross's body. Eventually, he can't find it. He starts digging through and looking in every crack and crevice. He looks up after three days of hunting high and low for the remains of his friend into the turbine engine. And up there, he sees the mangled body. Yes, Cross had been caught up in it. Oh, no. I'm tapping. I'm tapping. Oh, I'm tapping. I got one. Oh, God. Okay, I got one more thing. <laughs> yes. Fire later went yes. on to create the settlers of Catan. The end. The end. The okay. end. I'm tapping. There you go. Okay. Yeah, without, without Cross. Yeah, he had nothing new. He just went just to Europe and made board same. games. Yep, he got it. <laughs> he leveraged his ability of a board game designer to make... He made real the yeah, For good, for good. He made Puerto Rico. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Jesus. <sighs> that was a rough Who one. would have thought that Crossfire had so much history? I don't know. Turn this video off. I can't hear it Are, anymore. Please. Are you sure you don't want to hear Crossfire? I'm pretty sure. You'll be caught in the Crossfire. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's a bad commercial, man. No, it's okay, greatest. no, that commercial's that, awesome. That's the greatest. I can't commercial. say that. I, I just watched it. We watched it for about about forty two minutes on loop, thirty seconds. If Monopoly commercial. had that commercial, I would be hella into Monopoly. Eighty four times. That's still a pretty badass commercial. <laughs> I don't know. If I'm gonna want to watch it anytime soon. No, but no. I have a load of Crossfire commercials. Aaron, later. Aaron, if I find my Crossfire set, we will. We'll we will make. A, we will make a sacrifice to the Crossfire <laughs> Let's gods. Do it. Uh, Wow. <laughs> Folks, I hope that you remember Crossfire and how you've been caught yeah. up in it. Yeah, exactly. Remember uh, remember Cross's unwilling sacrifice for Andy and Conan <laughs> next yeah. time you turn on the Conan show. Oh, God. Uh, man, I think I think we got to get out of here. Uh, John, you got anything that you would like to plug? Um, I mean, other than Crossfire? Other than just playing other Crossfire? Than the hit, yeah. hit game? Uh, not at the moment. I would like to say that if you have questions for us, because I'm sure you have a lot of questions at this point. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Yeah. It's a lot of, it's a lot of questions. Um, email us at questions at videodeathloop.com, and uh, we'll try to answer them. We may have lore that you may be questioning us about. Yeah, no, if you've got questions we know. about any of this like intense understanding of any of these videos that we've been showing you, you would... Uh, you can ask, and we will answer. Yeah, we run the Crossfire Wikia page, but we understand we can't get to all the articles at once. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, yeah, also check out my ebook, Fat Riker. It's by Aaron Littleton. It's on Amazon and uh, all those places. Contains exactly zero board games. Yeah, no board. I don't know. Maybe it has there's an Orange Julius, game. which is there's a lot of Orange Julius involved, which I think you're gonna like if you like Crossfire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, <laughs> come back next week for more of this, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Just a different video. Yeah. And with John hosting. Oh, yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll see you later. Bye. Crossfire.